0: when you land you're supposed to like try to brace yourself mm. so I, I could not do that so um obviously I went tandem with one of the experienced uh, divers there and what he did was um he kind of tied my legs so that when we're about to land um, he would pull on the strap so that my legs don't drag on the grass on the floor and then I put a whole bunch of pillows on my butt area so that I don't like rape my butt going down. So yeah, if you look at the pictures, my butt was pretty big because we stuffed a couple pillows.
1: Oh, in your suit. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. Bro, in the end of the day, what the fuck's gonna happen? You're gonna get more crippled? Fuck it. It's either gonna die or you know what (laughs) I mean? Let's do this. What's going on everybody, my name is Professor Parks and today I get the pleasure of hanging out with my pal Alan Vong, this guy has not let his disability hold him back in any way shape or form, he was in a car accident when he was younger, he was paralyzed, a C4, C5 area around on your neck, he broke your neck there yes it is yeah yes and then ever since he uh ever since his accident he's been to 29 different countries he has a vlog talking about all the places that he's been uh how accessible these things were or how he had to make certain things accessible for him and you know finding the best uh way to make his life easy and honestly being a wheelchair user myself and any of the the listeners out there that are also wheelchair users it was such an incredible experience for me to just read what you had going on man like you have like 20 pages of just every single experience that you've been a good couple pictures and like i don't know i was really inspired by you man i really really was
0: thank you thank you thank you
1: so what happened with your accident exactly with your car accident if you want to explain that
0: well um it's kind of a embarrassing but um me and my uh, a friend of mine and then and two girls uh, left a house party on a Wednesday, April 15 in the morning, and uh, there was a bunch of people at the house. What year? You know, we're what's that? What year was that? 1998. 98. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So just over 20 years ago, and um, yeah, we just left the house, um, you know, kind of drunk and everything. So um, I remember that I had an exam. Uh, to write in a few hours so you know I woke up at 8 a.m around 8 or so we're not really wake up but we were like drinking until like 8 a.m I realized I had an exam around uh, either 11 or noon so then I decided like okay I gotta leave this house um, drop the girl off um, go study uh, and then write my test at the university and my buddy's like no you're kind of Drunk, uh, maybe I should drive you and you know, and the other girl, you know, home, and then I'll drive you to university and you can study, write your exam, but um, yeah, once we left the house, um I guess the roads were a little bit wet or a little bit snowy, being in Calgary, you know, and uh, he hit the side of a bridge, and the car rolled. I left out, and um, went through one of the windows, which I'm not sure, nobody remembers that part. For, and then a few seconds later, I woke up on the ground down the hill, yelling like, a, you know, help me, I can't move. Help me, someone help me. And then I just remember a stranger coming to help me. And then I blacked out again. And then when I woke up, I was in the ambulance, um, getting ready to go to the hospital.
1: Wow, so basically it was just sort of like a, a there's a standard drunken, drunk driving situation went for a little while well,
0: there. Yeah, I
1: guess. So when it came yeah. to the other passengers, what happened with the two girls and your buddy
0: there? Nothing. Nothing. My buddy was driving and then there was a girl beside him and then I was in always behind uh, the driver's side and there was a girl beside me. Both of us at the back were not wearing belts.
1: Okay. And she didn't get flung out the window. She just kind of wow. Yeah, you know what, and that's you know what—that's sort of the, the I guess the luck of the draw, the unluck of the draw. Things like that happen, mm. and uh, yeah. So you ended up. How long were you in hospital for? You woke up. So you blacked out a couple of times. You woke up in hospital, and uh, what happened there? What, what sort of happened with your uh, journey we there? there?
0: there for about ten months. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I broke C four C five, and then uh, I didn't realize. You know, I never knew anything about being a quadriplegic or anything. I didn't know anything about. You know being disabled and not being able to move and you know have needing all this help so uh, it was all new to me like i didn't really know anybody in a wheelchair like i've seen people in wheelchairs before but you know you don't really know their story and what they can and cannot do so and i was young so how old were you how
1: old were you when that all
0: happened um i just turned 20, 20 when
1: it happened okay okay so you guys were young just started drinking you're from calgary so 19 years old drinking age i'm sure you're already drinking before then anyways so it didn't really matter yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: so i was uh, i was like partying for like at least
1: four or five days straight wow so you're on a bender you're on a bender yeah 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 so uh do you so you were in the hospital for 10 months it was just all about learning again all about learning how to in a wheelchair be a quadriplegic which your skills uh what life's going to be like bowel and bladder program all that stuff right
0: i had no idea about catheters right right um you know all that stuff yeah and actually i need a lot of help being c4 and c5 complete it's like a total life change no, it's a total life change. You
1: don't. so you, where is your level of injury? It's usually around like the chest area, right? But you broke your C5. Yeah,
0: I broke it up, up by my neck. Yeah.
1: So you don't have any core strength really then, or how does that work out? Okay. I don't. Um,
0: like I can't even lean forward without help. Okay. Like I, can't, I can't even dress myself. Yeah. You know, I, I don't transfer by myself. Okay. So when I travel, I, I always have to bring someone strong. Because, you know, you can't really bring a giant your lift with you, right? So I, I try to stay on the thinner side and bring friends that are strong enough to lift me. Otherwise, we can't do anything.
1: Yeah, when I see you in these pictures, you always have at least one or two guys with you. And one or two, like, pretty good-looking, pretty fit individuals, you know what I mean? These are, are these your buddies or are these people that work with yeah.
0: you? Uh, no buddies. I just ask around or... And then, or friends of friends. I'm like, hey, I'm on a trip. Like, uh, and you guys want to go, or you guys know anybody? It's, you know, I try to get friends or friends of friends and stuff.
1: Yeah. And like, honestly, word of mouth, like who, sometimes you never know who would want to go on a trip, right? Who's thinking about, fuck, I can really use a trip right now. And somebody like you just to give them a bit of a push, right? Like, and maybe they can give you a
0: bit of a push, right? In real life, right? So I don't know, help you. Yeah, exactly, like, and, and, you know, they, you know, the friends that, um, they just tell them, like, exactly what I need, so they have to be comfortable with lifting me and helping me with, you know, all the other stuff, because, you know, I don't bring a caregiver or nurse with me or anything, Hmm. so they'll have to help me with, you know, suppositories, catheters, lifting, everything. So these are, like, really cool individuals,
1: then? Yeah. Good, man. Um, Most
0: almost all of them are pretty comfortable with that. Obviously, those that aren't comfortable, I, you know, I can't really bring them because you know I can't really go a week or two without shitting or pooping and bowing. Yeah, yeah. So, so whoever is like really comfortable um, doing those personal care, then I'll bring them along.
1: Perfect, perfect. And honestly, you keep those people around you when it comes to. Obviously, people aren't uh, people are allowed to not be comfortable with certain things, but when you find those individuals that are really there for you and are down to go into different countries with you and like do those types of things help you like that's really neat you that, that that's a different bond you share with those people and you, you you visit certain things right you visit new things that you wouldn't have seen before at home right exactly so a yeah. day in the life for for alan is just kind of relying a lot on other people but you know keeping a happy face with it making sure that yeah, you do
0: as positive as possible good Good, man. Good.
1: I mean, you visit a lot of countries,
0: man. And this, were you, did you travel a lot prior to being injured? Before my injury, I only did um, one that I remember, like when I was 10 with my mom and my brothers, we went to San Francisco, you know, while I was 10. Other than that, no. And then um, I realized, um, you know, my mother passed away in 2005 and I realized like, wow, like, I'm not going to really do anything. Maybe, you know, you know, I, I need to get out and do things. I don't want to be, cause you know, I was depressed for the first few years because of my accident, I became a recluse and, you know, kind of stayed home, kind of a hermit. Cause before my, at the time of my injury, I was like party animal and oh, yeah. going out nonstop, you know? And, and then I, I lost a lot of friends because of the injury. And then I just became self-conscious about my looks and everything and didn't want to. Go out. And then after my mother passed away, I realized that, um, you know, maybe I should try to be more sociable, get out, do things. And then that's what happened. Listen,
1: man, we relate a lot. We relate a lot. My mother passed away when I was 18. I'm from Toronto, yes. Canada. I was an absolute party animal. I'm talking fucking Yayo, mm-hmm. all the good, crazy drugs, good drinking all the time. It didn't, yeah, you couldn't stop me. You couldn't stop me. I was a fucking animal and uh and honestly when this happened to me i had an autoimmune disease it's a very very long story but uh when this happened to me it really gave me a flip the script to a whole new life it was almost like i got to flip the coin and got myself a new life and it, 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 you take advantage you take advantage of it right you see who is gonna be with you for this long term you i dropped a fuck ton of people a lot of these people are even to this day still partying. I've had two very close individ- individuals pass away from drugs. You know what I mean? I look back at that like, fuck, that could have been me. Right? Like that could have been you. You could have you could have died you could have died in these doing these parties or whatever. You could have died in that car accident. But yo, instead of instead of I don't know, dwelling on it forever you you had your little time of depression which is of course i did too everybody else does in the situation but yo you did the same thing you flipped the coin and you're like i'm gonna travel you travel now that's so crazy it's like when people when people think about people in wheelchairs the one thing that they think about like that we can't do is like travel like well i wonder what that would be like there they you, you're a hermit you guys stay at home all this stuff like that bro like you really like you're defying, yeah. you're defying cripple laws right now, bro, and it's fucking sick.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Good for you, man. So what was the
0: very first trip you ever did? Um, Mexico in 2006. It was an all-inclusive. Because, you know, the first thing, I, I had no idea. So I, I had a friend who was uh, a travel agent. She booked me, booked a trip for me, made sure everything was accessible. I didn't have to worry about food or booking or anything. So she did everything for me, booked it, and yeah, 2006.
1: I think that's yeah. the most comfortable way to do it. You start with an all-inclusive, little Mexico can't, or like a Cuba situation just to keep yeah. you chill and get you like on a, get you on a plane, you know, get you in a different mm-hmm. atmosphere, get you around different people, right? And then you're like, okay, I can do this, go to the same place again or something like that, right? Or like you go somewhere close, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. So well, that was my favorite first too. Okay, so what sort of happened from there, man? Like, you went from going and you know just kind of hanging out. Do you do you do you drink
0: anymore? Um, yeah, for uh, but in two thousand six on my first trip I didn't. Right. I was like, hey, maybe I shouldn't drink for the first because of my accident. For I think the first decade or so I didn't drink, but then no, like you know, maybe I'll just drink a little bit. It's not a big deal. At first it kind of traumatized me, like, hey, maybe I should do this, but then I realized like. No, it's not so bad so yeah it's not like i get totally plastered and totally drunk or anything but a drink here or two is, nowadays is fine yep. are you on a medication at all like pain meds at all uh not really pain meds but spasm pills and you know for the catheter and bowel vitamins and stuff but no no pain meds
1: okay that's lucky man i know that because with me that uh I, I experience a lot of pain that's like my biggest biggest thing you know, i wish uh if i had somebody come up to me and be like i can take your pain away and uh but you'll be in a chair forever or i can make you walk again but you'll still have this pain i'd fucking take the chair every single time dude i really would i can live in this chair no problem i'm happy in this i'm content you know i'm happy it's just the pain and is debilitating right so when i do drink it it kind of fires up my pain like it kind of makes my nerves fire up right which is the whole reason of how you get drunk like your nerves are gonna fucking brain so um yeah man i'm glad that you sort of have adjusted a lot you've adjusted a lot bro which is super cool like you've done you've rode camels you've uh done dune bugging you've uh dove, right like where did you you did that in where uh bagus right Yeah, skydiving in Vegas, yeah. So so tell me about Vegas. Tell me about Vegas, because I personally have read and heard that Vegas is like the wheelchair capital of the world, or like, you know what I mean?
0: It's really accessible. Yeah. I even, like, most places I travel, I don't bother bringing my power chair, because you never know about accessibility and all, right? But Vegas, um, I actually brought a power chair. um, I've actually been to Vegas, like, seven times in nine years. Jeez! There you go. And, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's pretty accessible, like pretty much every hotel while on the strip, I know is pretty accessible, like down the sidewalks, the hotels, the restaurants. Yeah, it's pretty accessible. Even the Sky Train or the, 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 the transit there, it's yeah. pretty, pretty good.
1: I mean, you've been there seven fucking times. So there's a reason that you're going
0: back. You know what I mean? Like, well, but... well where I am, it's, um, <laughs> Allegra to Vegas is uh, just a short two to three hour flight. So it's pretty cheap. And Vegas is pretty hot and accessible and lots of things are happening there. So hmm. like I go to um, like a music festivals there. Have you heard of EDC?
1: No, I haven't heard of EDC, but I know that um, I've heard that you, uh, what was the fucking, you went to the festival in Toronto that we always have here. Digital Dreams. Digital identity. Dreams. Okay.
0: Yep. Okay. So, it's so much to that, but uh, Vegas is like ten times more people and more wild and more. For sure, people. for sure. It's the
1: states, man, they can go all out, baby. It's Vegas, yeah. right, right. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've had some awesome times out there. You did skydiving out there, right? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah. What was skydiving like as a quadriplegic?
0: Um, it was pretty scary, like obviously because um, I have no legs and no movement of, of my foot. Because when you land, you're supposed to like try to brace yourself so I I could not do that so um, obviously I went tandem with one of the experienced uh, divers there and what he did was um, he kind of tied my legs so that when we're about to land um, he would pull on the strap so that my legs don't drag on the grass on the floor and then I put a whole bunch of pillows on my butt area so that I don't like scrape my butt going down so yeah if you look at the pictures, my butt was pretty big because we stuffed a couple pillows. Oh, and- in your suit? Yeah.
1: That's hilarious, man. <laughs> Bro, in the end of the day, what the fuck's gonna happen? You're gonna get more crippled. Fuck it. It's either you're gonna die exactly. or you know what I <laughs> mean. Let's do this.
0: Like I'm so down. Then, yeah, I, went, I went. with uh, some friends that did. Um, that got sponsored, so we didn't have to like, yeah, worry about the cost or anything. Oh wait.
1: Hey. So these guys, what do you mean oh, by I sponsored? Yeah. What do you mean by sponsored? How did they get sponsored? What do you mean?
0: Because my friend uh, was a blogger, too, and he was, uh, you know, Tyson. And uh, he arranged everything. So our whole weekend was pretty much sponsored. So everything we did, you know, we had to, like, take pictures and film everything and put it on his... uh,
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. So as long as you just did your content for them, like, they just want want the... They just want the exposure,
0: right? Exactly. That's super cool, man. Yeah, it's just, uh, it was just amazing. Like, you feel like you're just, you know, it was like, you know, because I'm always either in a chair, strapped somewhere. So out there, you know, there's out in the air, you know, there's nothing around you. You're just floating down and just, it was just amazing. Scary, though, but amazing. Did Did you go to school at all? Uh, yeah, I went to the university um, right after my accident because, you know, I was on my way to school when I had my accident. Yeah, right? yeah. So I think I took um, about two two years off because of, you know, therapy and trying to get back to school. I ended up graduating in 2005, and then I started working from 2006 to 2008. Doing what? And then graduated. I was working at an insurance company. Okay, so you went
1: to school to yeah. be an insurance broker kind of thing?
0: Well, um, well, a a graduate with a math degree and then just some, you know, something in that range. Right. Right. Then I got a job from 2006 to eight, but then the economy in Calgary was like really bad, you know. So half the staff got laid off, and I was part of the half. So then, since then, since then, since um, 2009, I started traveling, (laughs) and then yeah, in the last since 2009 until. 2019, you know, because 2020 wasn't really traveling. So for those ten years, I, I've been to like 29 countries.
1: Huh. That's amazing. So when you go, when you when you think back to all these countries that you've been, do you have like a pretty good memory of everything? Because I don't have a very um, good memory.
0: Well, not so much as the first few, but the later ones obviously, because uh, initially when I started traveling, I didn't take as many photos. I didn't, you know. Didn't uh, bother, you know, uh, documenting as much, you know. But afterwards, uh, yeah, once I started the blog, I got more photos and try to take, you know, more <coughs> note of everything I've been, wherever I've been, you know. Yeah, what made you want to blog? What got you, like, vlog, uh, new, yeah, blog, blog, blog. Uh, well, seeing other people, like, um, online blogging, and also the, the the buddies I went to Vegas with uh, to do the the skydiving and stuff. So they did the you know they had a blog. So then I start. They're like, hey, maybe you should get into blog. You know, try to get other companies to you know sponsor you do this, to do that. So after the, my trip with them, I, um, it made me really want to start one.
1: Yeah, man, that's inspiration. Your buddies inspired you to, you know, like not only travel, but like do vlogs too. Like you're doing amazing things by being a disabled person and like seeing how accessible certain places are. With all these places, like when I was talking to my friends prior to this, I was looking through some of the places you've been. And I was like, man, like I like went to the Great Wall of China and
0: shit. Like this is awesome. Like I would love to do it. Yeah. But they had to literally carry me up a bunch of steps. Like I, I can't remember because uh, I, you know, I didn't have as many photos back then. But it was a lot of steps and it was a lot of work. I know that.
1: Okay, so your friends were really helpful there, eh?
0: Yeah. So I went with two buddies. Plus, I think the tour guide person helped us. Plus, strangers. You know, sometimes when you see people see you know people struggling with a wheelchair, Hell they come yeah. to help. Yeah, man, so, um, I, I
1: would absolutely help a dude in a wheelchair, but I would only do it if they asked for the help, you know what I mean, I would just go grab somebody and be like,
0: let's fuck nobody, you know what I mean? Like, no, not know. People are like, hey, do you need, you know, try to like motion, like, hey, maybe I'll help. Obviously, yeah, we took the help.
1: For sure, man, taking it easy off your back, right? No, that's freaking awesome, dude. Like, I, I love that. I love that you've got buddies that are close like that, and you know, like you guys are probably out there doing some crazy shit. You all got, like, tattoos or something cool out there? You got a tattoo
0: at all? Yeah, I, I got the first tattoo in uh, 2015 when uh, a friend of mine went to Vegas for EDC, you know, the Electric Days. Yep, there, yep. You can look it up, the, like, um, the big rave there. So, in that, and then also in 20, uh, 2018, when I went to Vietnam, I got, I got a tattoo to celebrate, you know, going back to my home. Back country. home, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, just two uh, small little wrist tattoos. That's all.
1: Very cool. Did you grow up in Calgary? Like, so you've never been to Vietnam until you went and visited? No,
0: I well, I was born in Vietnam and then I left when I was about three years old. Okay. Three years old. And then went to Canada, to Edmonton, and then to Calgary, and then never been back since until 2018. Wow. That was actually a dream of mine because, you know, you want to go back to where you were born, right? But um, I knew it was like going to be tough because, Vietnam is kind of poor, and then the accessibility was bad. But again, I, I brought a strong buddy and his girlfriend, and then another girl came with us, so the four of us, we made it work. Dude,
1: so awesome. Like, I was gonna ask you what your, like, your ideal, perfect vacation was. Would that be it?
0: Or is that more of just a dream? No. Right. Dude, Vietnam was one of them, because right. that was my home country, for sure. And then, um, I don't know. Machu Picchu was, which I already did. The Great Wall of China, which I already did. You know, Egypt, which I already did too. Yo,
1: anybody listening to
0: this? Like, are you actually listening to this right now? This guy
1: is, he's just like fucking, just throwing out random shit. Like, it's it's insane. Like, I don't know. That's crazy, dude.
0: Unbelievable. Dubai, I already did. Thailand, India, you know? Yeah, all of those I really did. When you come when you when it comes to flying, like what do you find is
1: the most tough part about it? Cuz these are long flights. Like you're not just Definitely. doing a 2-3 hour flight all the time. Like you're doing some seriously long flights every now and then.
0: Yes. Um yeah, it's uh one thing I really worry about is like pressure sores and sitting, cuz flights could be like 9 to 12 hour longs. you know? So, um Obviously, um, I sit on my Rojo cushion while I'm on the, on the playing seat. And throughout the nine to 12 hour flight, I get friends to either try to like lean me forward, lean me back, lean me forward, lift my leg up, slide me up, slide me down. You know, oh, that's cool, that. man. It
1: is so wild. It is so wild. Like how it's worth it, yeah. it is so worth it and so wild. Like you have, you
0: uh, get, get like a stopover somewhere. I try to like lean back or try to uh, lay on some um, chairs that you know on my side or something to get off to get off the pressure points.
1: And that's another thing I didn't even think about, like layovers. There's tons of layovers. It's never just a direct play, and if it is, it's so expensive. So you really try to sometimes save save a penny here and like
0: you know go with the go with the layover sometimes. Sometimes I prefer like like instead of more. more like a direct flight i try to choose flights that are a bit shorter with more stopovers that gives me a chance to like tilt back or lean and stuff right yeah because i don't want to slip too long um because in 2017 i had to do a flap surgery with a really bad pressure sore so because of all the traveling before you know i just uh pressure sores are our biggest worry.
1: When it comes to anything like that, like when it comes there's so many different things like UTIs and all these fun bullshit little things. But like pressure sores can really become a serious thing. It really really Yeah, can. not many
0: people know about that either. No, like no at the top end, like uh, you know, I need to like move work, or I'll get a sore ass. Like, what are you talking about? No, oh, you're making me
1: want to move right now. You make me wanna just like
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I like relax and tilt it before I saw you and stuff. Good good, good
1: you uh do you have any feeling anywhere like where is it the same where your um, uh out paralysis
0: is as your feeling is yeah from from the chest and down, no feeling and no movement so okay Nipple and upwards I have to be you've been in a chair for a long time have you ever been able have you ever really thought about
1: being in a relationship or is it more of just let's go on this, travel, these travel these trips
0: kids. no, I have um. I, ha- I did have uh, someone um, um, disabled meet me at the uh, disabled sailing, and she had um, crutches and stuff, and it, it was okay, and then, then she moved after a couple of years, and other than then, it's just been me, myself. You got ch- to,
1: you experienced that relationship, you said, you know what, this is neat and all, but it's not me, I really want to travel, and uh, you've been doing exactly that
0: yeah so what's the next destination and And, um it depends on um like travel restrictions because um i do have um like other music festivals i might be interested in and then yeah or just wherever i don't know
1: yeah, I guess the whole COVID right now, you can't really just pick a spot and go there, right? Like you really got to look into it and like what their restrictions are. Like it's almost not even worth it right now. You never know what's going on. Like you go to Texas and it's just like they're living free right now, and it's just you know come to Ontario and we're on full lockdown. Like Ontario is an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke right now. I don't know. Do you when do you traveled all these different places? I'm assume, I'm assuming you tried all these different foods, right? Do you like different take a eater no. or you like to kind of travel and try different things
0: um no I, I like to eat all kind of food but also i also try to be careful because you know being disabled i just can't eat street food just like that like regular people because if there's an issue i'll need to be by a bathroom or off yeah to control my and stuff. absolutely so,
1: yeah, yeah you gotta watch what you eat because i,
0: mean, I make sure i bring like a lot of bowel medicine. And, like, uh, pills and stuff to make sure, you know, you don't have any accidents and yeah. issues.
1: Popping Tums like crazy out there. Yeah. That's funny. So what can't, what do you think you can't bring yourself to eat? Like when it comes to, not even just like that, but what do you, what do you, what do you no.
0: well, when you travel? Like, in China, uh, there were cats and dogs and stuff. I don't know. Are you serious? Are you serious? You we were scared to give it a try, but I'm thinking about maybe now I would try it if I go back. I don't know. We'll see. But yes, they have cats, dogs, different insects and stuff.
1: If you could turn back time and tell your uh, your younger self about that, what would you not not to say, that to stop the accident, but to more prepare yourself even for these that first couple years? Because I remember like I was in a rut for the first two and um, two or so I years.
0: I would tell myself that yeah i guess life can still go on and and um you can't really be depressed and just be stuck at home i know a lot of people you know they don't want to get out of the house after their accident or or whatever
1: Mm. well i mean yeah you end up being a hermit and it's a sort of like you get in this depression stage stage i lived on the internet not even so much social media wise but just researching what the fuck happened to me trying to figure out what my life was going to be like. Because if I could go back and tell my younger self uh, anything, it would be just to take these people's advice. Like, I was so, like i was so mad like i was just so mad like i I couldn't believe what had happened to me and i like never i didn't listen to any of the ots really and the pts like i just i think about to go tell myself would be just chill chill out and like take these people's advice i didn't really care about physiotherapy until the very end and i really should have taken advantage of it prior i was going through a breakup and stuff and like i really should have just been like brandon fuck oh, that chick go for this physiotherapy because it's number one and while you're in the hospital you are like it, you need to take advantage of the hospital because you're you're, you're being taken care of and th- life is life is totally different on the outside world it's doable but it's different right yep. yeah who are uh, who inspires you like you do a lot of traveling and you do the vlogs and stuff like that there anybody that inspires you
0: um about traveling and stuff well
1: just in general just in life right like you say i don't know if your father's still around like maybe your father's somebody or or uh or like a, a famous person like an artist like who do you you like all these music festivals right like who's your favorite artist when it comes to these types of things you seem to like edm and all these dope like beats house beats and stuff like that right so yeah um i don't
0: know my yeah my my dad i guess and just um other bloggers, I guess, I, I, I see on, uh, online. Um, you know, I see how they travel and it makes me want to travel more. I don't know. Hell yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I've only been uh, since my accident, I've only been to Florida. And when, when we went, I flew there and I met a buddy there and we drove back home. It was like 17 hour uh, drive home, so I'm never doing that again. I'm never doing that again. As somebody you know that's gotta sit, I'm just like in the car just like, like literally the whole time, right? Like, it was brutal, it was brutal. And um, I don't know, like I think I have the advantage that I can kind of feel my butt a little bit so I know when things are getting a little bit irritated. But even so, like it's it, it was really tough and like the, the first time flying was cool. But I remember getting on the flight, it was like I'm the first one on the flight, and i'm a bigger dude like i'm 6'1 like 250 like i'm a big dude so this girl's oh, yeah, trying yeah i'm a big dude so this girl's trying to like push me up in this like super skinny uh you know what i'm talking I'll about
0: chair. yeah right? the
1: aisle chair the aisle chair right so you're getting through there and i'm trying to like squish my fat thighs and she's like she can't even push me up the ramp i'm like oh, i'm so sorry i'm gonna like, try to pull and help her i'm like it felt so embarrassing because like i'm holding up Everybody I'm on the flight. I'm the first one on the flight, right? And then you're the last one off, right? And the whole time I'm sitting there, like, well, what about bathroom? Like, when you were on the flight, you and you had to go to the bathroom. Like, what was that like? You had to grab the aisle chair again? Um,
0: well, I use a laid bag, so oh. we usually just empty it and either like an empty water bottle or an empty, you know, drink container or whatever. Right, right. And then uh, we kind of discreetly empty it, you know, kind of go to the uh, bathroom. Yeah no no i stay in my seat and do it i don't know i mean them my...
1: like your buddies like your buddies probably go to the bathroom like empty it out into the washroom or whatever yeah.
0: empty yeah. it up there yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: no it's cool man i think the i think moral story when it comes to this whole podcast is that uh if you're gonna be disabled and traveling make sure that you have not only somebody with you but somebody that's strong and willing to help you no matter what you need a finger in the ass you need that you need that, you need to take shit. You know what I mean? If you need to get up these stairs, you need help getting up these stairs, bro. Like you want to see stuff. And I think that I've surrounded myself with that right amount of people too. And I'm really happy that you have. I really, really, really I was not expecting this at all. You uh you definitely blew my mind with some of the things that you do, and I really hope to have you on this podcast again, bro, because you blew my mind. Really? Yeah so we do one we do one thing towards the end of the podcast at the very end of the podcast we do a would you rather segment and i'm trying to think of which one you would rather so Mm -hmm. um, would you rather be a deep sea diver right or an astronaut like if you had to see one thing would you rather see space or the sea because these
0: are two different things man
1: Space?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah? I don't think I would, uh, uh, um, the water would be good for me. <laughs> right! Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, you want to go fuck it. You, that'd be sweet. Zero gravity, man! It doesn't matter yeah, if you're paralyzed,
0: absolutely. bro! It doesn't matter! I would, I would rather do that, yeah. Hell true. yeah, that'd be sick, man. That'd be sick. The first disabled person to do that. True! I didn't
1: think about that either. First disabled person in space. Alan Vong. Man, thank you so much for coming by. I actually love this. Like I said, I was very surprised uh just your story and like up on it just even before uh podcast started. I was like, wow, this guy blows my mind. So I'm gonna keep in contact with you and I hope that you can get the traveling going I and whatnot. Feel.
0: Yeah. As soon as COVID is uh restrictions allow us to travel, yeah. I'm doing it either this summer or later this year.
1: Okay. So
0: uh what's uh let's get you a
1: little plug-in here.
0: Where can the people find you? Okay, um, my um, my website is www.atvyyc.net, and then it links to all my my Facebook and my Instagram and uh, my YouTube.
1: Very cool, man. And here it is, right here. He has a, every single place he has been to, the Grand Motel in Mumbai, India, and every you can go through this. And like I said, there's 22 pages. Of just him traveling and all of his vlog stuff and the places that he's been. It is amazing. Machu Picchu. It it just, it doesn't stop, you know? 10 reasons why you should go on a cruise. Very, very insightful, very informational shit. I love it. Your Instagram is awesome. Your Instagram is uh, accessible, underscore travels, underscore vacations. And uh, yeah, this is where I found you at. And this is awesome, dude. I love how informative you are here. In, these, in this, fucking right, man. I'm happy, very happy. I'll well, have a great day, Alan, and I will All have right, you nice on this you. again. It was nice to meet
0: you, and I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, take care, my friend. Have a good one.